I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Think you've seen it all before? Think again. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah, yes, welcome to episode 160 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin, and it has been just over a year since my last confession. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, it's been over a year since you've heard from us, or me, or... This is going to be weird. Just just roll with it here. So, a year ago, Ezra and I recorded an episode talking about all the changes in our life. Well, those changes have continued. Uh, a lot of things happened and transpired, as I'm sure everybody saw. Jody and I went our separate ways. We have divorced, and we are going through that whole process. Um, I have been personally doing a lot of ref- inner reflection and changes on my end, working on trying to figure out life in general, um, getting some anxiety problems in check and some anger management problems in check and a few other things. And so in and amongst all of this, you know, it's been a long period of just a lot of different changes. One of the things I found in all of the introspection and stuff that was going on was that I had a damn near crippling uh, social anxiety complex and that I had that caused me to have low self-esteem. So long story short, Jody and I are no longer together. I have permission and blessing to go ahead and go on with the show. Um, and uh, right around the time that I stopped recording the show, I had decided to put myself out there and just take some time to a recoup, B, figure out what I wanted for myself and my family and see what the fuck I was trying to do in this life. And so one of the things I did is I decided to throw myself into situations where I had previously would have never even attempted to try because of how uncomfortable they would have made me or how freaked out I would have been. And I decided to try the uh, world of online dating. Um, I'm sure the timeline seems skewed for some, but trust me, there has been a lot of effort put into trying to salvage the marriage with Jody, um, trial separations, a whole bunch of other stuff. Long, like I said, long story short, it just didn't work out. So from the point we announced it publicly to the point where I started dating again for some, probably seems like, what the fuck? But when in all actuality, it quite some time had transpired, we just didn't make it public for a while because we needed to get things sorted personally on our end before we could figure out what to do next. So tried the whole online dating thing. That was sketchy as hell in some ways. Um, but as I was sitting there one day, just flying through the different apps, trying to figure out what was what and if these things were real or not, uh, there was a picture that caught my eye. I decided to go ahead and click on it and I read the profile and the intro and I read about somebody who, from my perspective, was well out of my league, way beyond anything I could obtain, but I decided, you know what, I have never actually taken that risk before, and I had never gone for something that I thought was unattainable, and so I figured, what the fuck, I'm going to contact this person. So after reading their profile, uh, we had a mutual love of tacos, and so I decided to 
I made some stupid reference to how much I love tacos or something like that. And rather than get laughed out of <laughs> any chances of ever scoring a date with this person, I actually received a response. And then it just kind of went from there. And so you're actually going to hear from this person here in just a minute. Uh, her name is Rianne. And we've been together for almost a year now. Um, things have been, it's been a whirlwind of a, of a relationship, but it's all in the great ways. Like it's just been awesome. We've clicked real well. Things have, have meshed together real nicely. It's kind of like the universe finally smiled upon me and I'm sure she'll feel the same way on a lot of stuff. Um, and basically for once kind of gave me a break. Like I'm able now to be with somebody who I am completely comfortable with and things are awesome. And so I know this is going to be a culture shock for the listeners, but there's also going to be an interesting dynamic this brings to the show, and I think it's going to actually do some good. Um, you, got, you, you figure what we're looking at is I'm a father of three. She doesn't have any kids. Um, so there is this whole dynamic as we go through this life of dating and everything else together and her adjustments to what life can be like when you have three crazy kids running around going nuts around you and and vice versa. My adjustments to dating somebody who's used to being completely independent from everything at all times and there's just a lot of you know a lot of that that's going on there i'm sure you also hear some of this noise that might be going on in the background it's our two dogs they are currently having a wrestling match in the living room so please bear with us the new studio will be done here soon and at that point we'll be able to have a much quieter space and also for whatever reason uh, it's about it's just after midnight our time here on the West Coast, and they're normally past the fuck out, but right now our female is actually trying to mount our male, which is kind of... It's not how any of this works, guys. It's all bass backwards. No. <laughs> We're just going to ignore them for now because we've like started and stopped this thing like 52 times trying to get them to be quiet. And what we've come to find out is much like kids, I think we're not paying enough attention to them. So rather than you know, just deal with it and find something else to do. They're going to make as much noise as possible to hopes that we'll just stop and, you know, focus everything on them. But without further ado, I am going to say hello, Rianne. Hello. How are you? I am doing okay, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Turkey day today. Turkey day. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was Thanksgiving for you American listeners. Uh, the day where we celebrate um, smallpox blankets and, and wiping out an, one culture to replace it with another. Right. I mean, it's just how it Too works. Soon? Nah, nah, nah. nah. Yeah. They should have built a wall. Uh, that's true. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you'll one thing you'll definitely notice right out the gate is for anybody who loved my sense of humor, she's got it too. And so it's probably going to be too much at times but <laughs> when the two of us get going or it could be the perfect amount i don't know it, it might be for, a little overload we've for, actually heard from several people yeah. that i am him with boobs yeah when it comes to the sense of humor and whatnot. so for those of you that didn't like our my sense of humor you are fucked <laughs> but that's okay so um because it's been so long since i recorded the last episode Please understand there might be some small hiccups and whatnot. Like tonight has been a clusterfuck. Like for whatever reason, all of our animals have woke up right now and just gone batshit fucking insane. Um, they are, I've got a cat meowing in the background. I got two dogs trying to hump each other, not caring who's doing who or what, or what's being stuck where it's just like this massive fucking canine orgy right now. It's kind of gross, but whatever. Um, and so this is our life. It's hectic. It's crazy. Uh, there are three kids involved in it. Um, there's it's just it's a whole plethora of things that are happening. We're a small petting zoo. Yes, I mean, we are, and, and you can pet the children too. Uh, no, 
That's frowned upon in most cultures unless you're a Catholic priest. As soon as I had said that, I actually <laughs> felt yes. almost bad. Yeah. But <laughs> well, what is it, it Daniel is. We have, we have a, a bunch of animals and, and children, and it is always very chaotic around here. Correct. And, and just because of the whole petting the kids reference, I immediately flashed to Dan, uh, Daniel Tosh when he was talking about there's two ways to be get into the Catholic Church. You're either <laughs> baptized in or sexed in. And I grew up Catholic, <laughs> so I can't it's even begin true. to explain um, how hilarious I thought that was. But after showing the little clip to my mother, she told me never to show my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because they will, the, the, the old school Catholics would definitely take offense. But yeah, so we are going to figure out what this new dynamic is and how this new show is going to work and how things are. You're going to start to hear a lot more from the kids, I'm sure, at this point, too, because they are all now older and more articulate. Um, they've kind of left that, that goofy, you can't understand a fucking word they're saying stage into they're still goofy, but now you just understand all the weird ass shit they're saying. Um, and then we've got Ezra who has now hit his teenage years and has been a brooding fucking mess because of it. And, um, there is not enough alcohol in the world to put up with the attitude of a 14 year old boy sometimes. And I understand now why my dad invested in so many handguns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, the the hormones and the testosterone in him has has been quite interesting. He's he's trying to figure his place out in the world and uh, challenging everything Dad says and and does. And then when it doesn't go his way, then overly emotional. You, you can't help but feel for the poor guy. Oh, I, I can because I'm the one that's normally in shout. Fuck that noise. No, it's one of those things that when you sit there and challenge me and then you lose and you snivel like a little baby. No, no, no. That's not how this works. Like, okay, fine. You decided to try to challenge somebody who is, you know, it's just that age old thing. Like when we look at the Romans or the Greeks, or whatever, like there, you know, we had the newcomer coming in all thinking they're hot shit and you know, old person has to smack them down and say, Hey, look, you still got some shit to learn before you're the new, you know, you're the new badass in town. And, I don't think any of those soldiers ever cried and they got smacked around and they just figured it out and moved on. So I am being slightly facetious in my comparisons here and kind of a smart ass, but it is what it is. So, you know, it might be a little bit of a culture shock for everybody as they're listening to this to get back into the adjustment because literally our life has skipped. It's like you've, you skipped over a year here and you're just kind of getting tossed back into the mix and a lot has changed and, and we'll, we will, start to touch on some of those changes and work through some things as we continue to see where this goes and what we got to make of it. But I, for one, am excited to be back behind the microphone. It's been a while. Um, and I had to get away from it for a while. Seriously, this is like, I don't know if there is it a full moon? <laughs> I have no idea. Because right now, there might be some seismic activity going I, yeah, on somewhere because they have literally the, all lost their minds. I was going to say, maybe the big one's getting ready to hit because we just had two cats try to fight each other next to my microphone. Um, the dogs are still going at it. <laughs> yeah, they're still trying to hump in all the wrong ways. And. One of the other things, somebody just knocks something over the kitchen. So this is, we, we, we're just a little house of terror right now. Yeah, they're usually all <laughs> snoring around now. Yeah, yeah well, you're, you're trying to ride him like a motorcycle. That's just not, lay down, piggy. So for those of you who have been list, longtime listeners, uh, one of the changes is we've got a puppy and we have a rescue. Well, she, a rescue and she's still slightly a puppy, but not quite. Um, but we also had to put Miss Rose down. 
she had developed a seizure complex due to some wonderful medications that she had been given. And while the medicine themselves itself didn't cause the seizures, it was what finally brought basically long story, a lot of vet bullshit. She had seizure complex all along, but just never actually had any seizures until something brought her down to a certain level chemically and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it sucked. But it uh, changed everything it did. about it, her. I, I would try it. We, you know, I went through and I spent about almost two years, um, different medicines, different things that control the seizures. And I was able to get to the point where she had a fairly decent life. But at the same time, I was watching pieces of her slip away after every seizure. She started to have some behavioral issues that weren't there before. And so, yeah, we ended up having to put her down. I don't want to bum the show out too much with all of that. So, just understand this episode might be a little bumpy because these animals literally are going absolutely insane. Currently, the two dogs are trying to knock the mic stands over. It, it's a bit of a shit show here. So I apologize for all the, the noise and whatnot, but we will get this dialed in as time moves on and I get back into the swing of things. Ah, there's Moose. Thank you. Thank you for adding your two cents. Now, be Come quiet. Here. So, Rianne, a little bit about yourself, whatever you're comfortable sharing with people who will listen, um, other than the fact that you're hot as fuck, and no. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got his beer goggles on. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what you feel like I, I should share. This I need to put this out there. This is actually my first my first time. Yeah. I've, I'm I've popping never, her podcast, Jerry. I've never done this before. <laughs> Uh, so it's kind what of do interesting. You do with your hands? <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 32. No. I've spent a majority of my adult life on my own. Uh, I take care of me. Nobody else does. And getting with somebody who's got three children and they're all very dependent upon him, and he just wants to help and help. And I'm like, no, dude, I got this on my own. <laughs> it's been quite the uh, change. It's it's brought some positives into the relationship. It's, it's brought a little bit of uh, frustrations, mm -hmm. even. Uh, I'm a big girl. I can put my pants on myself, kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's it's definitely to teach me how to rely on others and maybe not have to do everything all on my own all the time. Yes, and the dogs are still going batshit crazy. Oh boy. So, yeah, I mean, so, so let's just do a quick little recap here. Mm -hmm. I don't know where you were at the time the message came through or what was going on and whatnot, but somebody like messages you and says something like, I fucking love tacos too or something like that. Like, what was your, your, your exact message to me was, I'm just going to put this out there, but tacos are awesome. Ah, that's what it was, yes. And I sat back and I went to your profile and read yours because I, I kind of went through like this whole process before i decided whether i was going <laughs> to oh, respond oh, to people or not i've seen the matrix it's, it's pretty impressive she had like this whole uh uh what do they call those graphs that you go through that when you it, yes or no and you step to the side and do this if it's no it's this <laughs> if it's yes it's that i don't know that it was that oh in depth, yeah it was that detail oriented but, like you but i get it because you'd been on some shit show dates as as i oh that's being very polite about yeah, it yeah yeah uh and then I, I just responded to you with tacos are life that's right Yes, and then it just kind of took and then off your response there. was something silly like, "Oh wow, you responded." I, I, what did you say? I'm not going to lie, I did not expect that. <laughs> and then my question was, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was awkward at times. It was yeah. you know whatever, but 
Uh, I think we both noticed it was also a breath of fresh air as we were chatting with each other. Um, and it was different than what we had felt or had before. So we decided Definitely. to chat and see where it went. And now I'm really trying to figure, my brain won't let go of like, what is the church? Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna have to try to figure that out. The like internet. I legitimately had a chart. Well, you know, but it's one of those things where like when, when you're trying to step through a process, like when, when you're training somebody like at a, at a job, right? A lot of times you'll have like this process. You're you acting like through. I had this whole like thing written out. And I'm not saying you had it written out. No. I'm just saying there was a definite, you told me about your, what you did. And I know that your OCD I, I ways. I was just explaining and, that. I, you messaged me. Uh -huh. And what I, what I did is I, I went to the profile and I, I would read the profile before Turns I would out, look at pictures because I'll, I'll tell you. That is why my profile read the way that it did was when you message me, mm -hmm. say something unique. Let me know that you have actually read my profile. And not I can't tell you how many times my girlfriends and I would sit and compare messages. Mm -hmm. And these men were messaging each of us mm -hmm. and it was copy paste. Mm -hmm. Nothing stood out, nothing unique, nothing really original. Mm -hmm about any of it yeah. so yeah and I, I i know some of those men i've met some of them as far as you know the ones that are just like you know the, take tinder as an example tinder's a numbers all the ones game. that swipe right well the tinders yeah there's they're, a numbers game for dudes like some mm -hmm. dudes are just always swipe right because at that point somebody somewhere is gonna fuck right and that's all that it's about right and so yeah you might have 222 rejections but number 223 is gonna suck your dick and that's where <laughs> Success. You know, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was an interesting, you know, and, and being from the opposite end of it too. Whereas, instead, you know, I, I can't even imagine being a female on one of those sites. Like it's got it's a, it's it got, is terrible. I mean, it's just got to be dick flying at you at all angles if at all I times. If I changed my profile picture, the amount of notifications would like. Mm -hmm. just skyrocket mm -hmm. uh, at one point I had this picture of a guy with like three teeth and a mullet and like a, a wife beater and I was like I'm gonna put that on there and see if it makes a difference I didn't end up doing it but it's just kind of crazy how it works right whereas on my literally on my side you know you it's like you're you're yelling into a bucket of nothing and you're just hearing your voice echoing back because I think that there's probably either it's a huge uh, like a huge uh, unbalanced ratio of female to male or it's just the girls are so fucking sick of our bullshit <laughs> that, you know but there was literally one I can't remember which app it was but there was one app that I didn't get a single fucking response and I'm not sure if it was because they were bogus profiles or if because people were just that fucking callous and cold or what but um, then I got some really interesting responses you know and, and so it's all it's been all over the board but we met on that site and we we chatted i mean it was damn near a month well yeah i mean we i was on there when you had messaged me to delete my profile i was going through some pretty hard stuff in my personal life right um yeah you uh, want to talk about the universe like or the stars aligning or god or whatever you believe in like you know making something happen because she was hopping on to delete a profile i figured what the hell i'm going to try this and see what happens um, and didn't think that I would ever even remotely get a, a response back. Um, and then it just kind of cascaded from there. So yes, you were going through some personal life stuff. Yeah, there was a, a family member who was very sick and the, the end was near and I felt like I, I really needed to focus on family and any 
kind of distraction needed to be put on the back burner. Uh, plus, I was just kind of tired of the same old song and dance. So, yeah, song and dance. What was your same old song and dance? Uh, I had <laughs> I had been on and off of this dating site. I would say over the course of a, a couple years, I met somebody and we had a pretty serious relationship for about three years. Um, and when we split, I got on. I took a hiatus for about six months. Just kind of did me. Figured out who I was. Um, you know, getting close to. <laughs> Well, actually, I think I had just turned 30. (laughs) Uh, Trying to just figure out what 30-year-old me looks like. I don't need to rely on anybody. I take care of me. Um, And I I got back on again. And literally, people that had messaged me prior to the serious relationship, again, once that had ended, and then another six to eight months later, it was the same people. It was the same messages. It was the same MO. Uh, I, I spent all this time really, like, putting heartfelt detail into my profile and people would message me and say, Oh, well, what do you do for a living? And it started to get to the point where I was starting to become a little cold and Mm -hmm. almost jaded. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, well, if you read my profile, you would know, (laughs) uh, somebody actually called me frigid. Um, but you know what? I, it gets really old Mm -hmm. when it's the same exact people with the same hidden agenda, um, I, I went on a date with somebody and he quite literally told me, well, we're here. So you're sleeping with me tonight. Right. It's, it's the, the boldness and the, um, what's a good way to put this? The audacity, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, the expectation that, mm-hmm. oh, I'm buying you this meal. Therefore my dick isn't going to suck itself. Right. It, right. It, it's insulting. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, and, and, and from the the other end of the spectrum, as a father, it was horrifying to be on these dating sites because some of them were like, you're looking at these pictures, you're like, okay, there's one of a couple of things that's happening right now. Either you're way too fucking young to be going after older dudes like this and you should not be on this goddamn site at all, where's your fucking parents, or it's you're probably old and fucking flabby and you're posting a high school picture because you don't want anybody to see the 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 you know ursula that you've become um or anything in between well, that was very common with the men too it'd be their oh, old military you, photos right. and you'd show up and it looked like they ate all their buddies in the picture with them right yeah <laughs> yeah once so, a marine always four marines right right, yeah, yeah, right. i got gotcha. you look and i'm yeah. not shallow like i've dated all shapes sizes whatever um but what i don't like is feeling misled right Right. And so, you know, I, I remember I was chatting with somebody um, and, and I know that not all of this like directly relates to parenting. Trust me, we're going to get there. But this I was going to say we've kind of gone on a tangent. Yeah, yes. But we, uh, the listeners are used to it. But it will. But it does tie back in. Um, I was chatting with this one person. She had kids and whatnot. And immediately as we're, we're like literally maybe like four messages in. And she starts to like give me the names of her kids and shit. Like I'm like, whoa, 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 time too soon, I, too soon, way too, too soon. soon. Like way too mm-hmm. soon. Number one, number two. Um, at one point, she drops like, I would, I just really want to send you some naked pictures right now. And I'm like, huh? Right, it's not just the men that put out the bad rap. No, no, know? no, it's not. But, but and I, I know. But so I actually, I said, hey, you know, I don't know if I put off like I said, I, I needed, and I, I was a, literally, I was concerned that maybe I had done something to. It's the beard. No, yeah, right. But I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm like, I don't. Did I do something that make you think that all I all I want is a is a 
picture you naked and whatnot and she's like well no it's just what most guys it's what every well, other guy on the thing. site wants you, you either go the, yeah. the direction that I did where I'm just annoyed and here I am just being super callous right. and and sarcastic and, and rude like I'm so annoyed with you or you've got the ones that have just like basically accepted that this is just what it is and in mm-hmm. order to get somebody interested in me I have to do this 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 and this mm-hmm. it's no different than if I finally started talking to somebody and thought oh maybe they're interesting it was like giving a man my phone number was code for send me dick pics. Mm. I, there were a lot of times that I just got a picture and I was like, wait, I don't even know your name. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so and knowing you, that probably got some pretty funny responses too. Oh, every now and then oh, I had fun with it. Oh, guy. He's so oh, yeah. cute. oh yeah. that's cute. Oh, your mom really loves you, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> jeez. Uh, Feed that one some vitamins and I come back I think I even asked somebody if that was post-surgery. <laughs> it was, well, I mean, yeah. penises aren't beautiful to begin with, but that was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I took a lot of precautions because I had kids. I'm, I'm not going to drag my kids through a revolving door of people. I'm not going to expose them to any of the bullshit that comes with dating so on and so forth so it was like had, two months right two months before the introductions happened i i it was at least two months yeah, yeah. I, I i i had and actually that was only because you had crushed through most of the standards and proven yourself to be worthy enough to meet them because i had a pretty hard fast rule of about six months at least before i even would entertain it all right moose piggy stop leave the little rocket bastard alone and so that six month rule was to, to not only save the kids, but to save me as well, because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just flying into something and that, you know, I, I just, I couldn't do that to the kids. They'd already been through enough crap as it was, Ezra would be, this would now be the second divorce that Ezra had to experience. So I felt bad for that. So in general, I, I wanted to make sure that anybody who met my kids was going to be worthy of meeting them. And for those listeners that have come and visit me and come stay at that place or have come over and seen the kids or interacted with them, you guys know how precious they are to me um, and that I wouldn't just willy-nilly let anybody into their life and uh, expose them to that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, we, we were dating for, we, we like I said, we chatted for like almost a month. Well, yeah, because we I was like, going through right. all that stuff. I, I mean, literally in the course of three weeks, um, I was laid off from a job that I absolutely loved for <laughs> reasons completely out of my control and honestly my first experience with racism <laughs> yeah which is uh, weird to say as a white person but uh, it, it does happen it, it was yeah so that was kind of uh that was definitely kind of a blow and then my dad's mother my my grandmother passed away thanksgiving day yeah um, literally a year ago today yeah yeah and so there was <laughs> There was a lot going on. Hey, Moose, come here. Moose. And again, I apologize for the dogs. They're not normally like this. I'm not sure what's their deal tonight, but we will get that patched up. So you had a lot going on. And, you know, all I did, I I figured at that point in time, you know, with everything that I had had happening in my life, too, that if at most, if all we did was just chat, become good friends, that was better than nothing. And so I was not about to try to, you know, get you, you know, there was no... 
I had already gone through the whole, I'm just going to fuck them around for a while stage and just, you know, do this, do that. And I'm just going to use and abuse and blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't do it. I, I wasn't going to be able to bring myself to do it. <clears throat> so, you know, we just talked and it was refreshing because we just talked about life and what had been happened to us and things that had been going on. And right, we just, we just clicked. It was, it was easy to, to just talk about things and, a not feel judged but right. like b like we just kind of got each other yeah yeah and so you know everything just kind of fell into place and so we uh eventually there was um how was it it was almost a month to the day that i was down at that bar downtown and you were over at your mom's place and you were like maybe i'll stop by and da, da, da. And i finally just told you to come ahead and come on over and and you did, and we hung out for like the rest of the night and had our first quote unquote date without really trying to plan it as a date. Right. When happened. I asked the bartender to bring you a nipple for yes, your drink, because I asked for a wise water along with my drink. And she's like, make sure you bring my nipple for that then, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, yeah. So, but no, and, and so it's been, it's been crazy. I mean, you've had, uh, you, you've gone from, I mean, you've, had, you've got exposure to kids. Uh, you know, you've got a niece, you've got some other mm-hmm. stuff going on, but you've, you know, it, it's, I've never lived under the same roof, right. I guess. With yeah, it. and that's something that yeah. we've moved in together, and that's happened too. And so that's a whole other dynamic we can talk about. But we're not. Well, you, know, you have to put things into, into perspective. Yeah, I have yeah. quite literally lived Alone. on my own since nineteen. I, mm-hmm. I've had I had my brother with me a, a couple times, but for short periods of time. Right. And it's just been myself and my cats. And mm-hmm. I'm, I come home from work. I do what I want. Clothing optional, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no noise. There's mm-hmm. no um, commotion. There's there's no. Well, why the hell is this on the floor? Like, right. why why is this sticky? Yes. Um, you know. And so, my life is nothing but why is this on the floor? And fuck, why is that sticky? Right. You know? So this this has been definitely a culture shock. I, I still feel like, even though it's been a while, I I still feel like I'm adjusting. Right. Well, and it goes both ways because, you know, it's been so long since I've been on my own as far as just not, you know, since I had my own place and it was just me and so on and so forth. And even then, I didn't spend a lot of time truly having my own place. When I first moved out, I moved in with roommates. And then after I had my stint with my roommates, I was going to find a place of my own, but I ended up meeting my first wife. Um, and, uh, and then that whole thing and she had kids. And so that just kind of rolled into that. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. So, um, my life has been pretty much a constant of craziness between either roommates that are batshit insane. Cause sometimes it happens to kids to whatever. And so, and mine has been the, the polar opposite. Yeah. I, I think really the biggest, the biggest obstacle that I have had to overcome and I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm is I would come home and if there was a mess, it was because I made it. Right. I would spend hours cleaning my place and it stayed that way mm-hmm. because I, I'm a little OCD and I demand a certain right a level of cleanliness. And so the biggest obstacle that I've had to overcome is I will spend hours cleaning this house. And I this isn't even an exaggeration. Not even 10 minutes can go by and the home will look... Mm-hmm almost to the way that it did before I put all those hours into cleaning. Our listeners understand because they all have kids that are, or most of them have kids of their own. But that has been a huge thing for me because of my OCD. Like, it's like, well then, mm-hmm. fuck it. Why mm-hmm. do I do this? Right. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's the thing is that as a parent, if you just spent your entire life, or if you, if you just lived your life by going, fuck it, why do I even do this when kids frustrate you? Uh, you know, honestly, the population or the, the human race would have died off a long 
long time ago because people would be like, ah, fuck it. We're not going to fuck it anymore because <laughs> we don't want to have to put up with any more of this bullshit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, I'm being a father is one of my proudest moments and also one of my most frustrating experiences as well, too. I, I live and love every day of it, but there are times where it feels like you're running a marathon race where you just don't ever think there's going to be a finish line. I've and, never been this exhausted uh-huh. in my entire life. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just, you know, it, it's one of life's most rewarding things, but also one of life's most frustrating things as well. And so, you know, it, it was an interesting mix, but one thing that I noticed from the get-go when you and I, like you said, we just clicked, things worked really well, and when I finally did introduce you to the kids, they didn't, there wasn't a single trepidation or issue or whatever, and... No, they all jumped onto me yeah, and screamed was, dog pile, and I don't think I had even been in the room for five minutes. Right, yeah, and so it just... And then they were fighting over who got to snuggle with me. Right, um, and uh, so... I just hope they're not that friendly with... New no, people no, all the that's time. the thing. Is they're, they're not. And then also, you know, with um, the dog that I said we had to put down, Rose, she was never a fan of women because she was a rescue too. And I'm pretty sure she was abused by a female. Um, so it took her a long time to warm up to girls. Whereas with guys, she clicked right away. And the first time you came over and actually spent the night, um, we I wasn't even in the door like you know, 10 minutes. Yeah, I sat, we on, sat the on the couch and she hopped from your lap, snuggled right in and just like did the type of snuggle that she's only had ever done with me up to that point. I'm pretty sure your jaw hit the floor. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And so that, that alone spoke volumes about the character and who you were and whatnot. And so, um, yeah. And it's just been, like you said, we, from there going on, it's nice to be with somebody who understands a, I'm not perfect. B, I can be a righteous dick. Yes. Um, C, that's okay because we can find a way through it. Whereas in all of my previous relationships, for all right, wrong, or indifferent, the the, 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 the all my faults always ended up becoming like the centerfold of the of part of the of, uh, a centerfold of part of the problems and there was never any effort to try to like help work on it or understand where I was coming from because I didn't understand why I was the way I was sometimes, you know, it turns out when you have anxiety, it can manifest itself as blinding rage, which was a problem I had. Um, and you know, so that, that created some problems for me in a lot of areas of my life and it's still stuff that I'm trying to, to sort through now, but there's also been some hard life lessons learned over those last year and not because of, us being together, but yet because of us being together, like, you know, I have trimmed a lot of the fat, so to speak. Um, and if you guys hear any weird slurping noises, we're not getting freaky on the mic. It's just the dog giving me on kisses. Moose likes to, uh, we call it face pup- rape, puppy face rape. Yeah. Cause he likes to just lick and he will lick literally and hold me down. And, and, and no matter how much I fight it, it's as if he's saying, no, just let it happen. Yeah, Don't yeah, fight yeah. it. Shh. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Just just take my tongue. Just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Yeah. And so, you know, as we go through this, as this new chapter in Bad Parenting Podcast, and as we figure out what this new format's going to be and whatnot, 
some of those changes and things are going to get discussed. I mean, I, I'm now a, over a year into being medicated for anxiety. Uh, I was diagnosed with ADHD in that time frame, which is something I pushed you to go yeah, talk yeah, to somebody because about. You I, had it, and you were recognizing all the signs of it in me. I was watching you one day in the house, and your your constant fidgeting and inability to focus. And oh, I'm going to work on this. No, I'm going to work on this. And then you set everything down that was in your hand, like. I'm following you like in a, a trail of picking up after you <laughs> uh, going, my God, this man, like how, how many half started projects are in this living room right now? And I just, I had to set you down and say, you know, this could be another part of what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I'll tell you what, that was a game changer. So I, in one of these upcoming episodes, I think I'm going to focus a little bit on that and just kind of how much going through and doing with mental health and whatnot can change your life and make things completely different than from what you're you're used to. You know, 36 years, 35, 36 years, I lived one way, and then everything was uprooted, um, and I, a lot of stuff was switched over and changed and dealt with, and things happened, and um, I'm now relearning in some areas how to actually be again because I'm it's I'm a different person now than I was then um and you, I'm you figured to out how to cope all these years like yeah, just I had, to kind of get by coping to get by yeah mm-hmm. and now I'm actually realizing what it's like to live without anxiety that just crushes your soul um and you know not always canceling when friends invited me out to do stuff and whatnot and all that um and so you've actually tried a lot of new things mm -hmm. even uh it's it's been kind of nice especially i wasn't around to witness past justin um but just in listening to how the kids describe things even you've been more receptive to Doing this with friends, having mm-hmm. friends over, accepting this invitation, whereas in the past, the kids have mentioned that they kind of felt like they were being held back mm-hmm. because dad didn't want to do it. Well, in, 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 in a, way, a lot of ways, that was the truth because A, I didn't want to do it and B, if I didn't do it, it didn't get done. Um, and so, and that's been a, another constant throughout all my, you know, past relationships too, is that certain areas, if I didn't do it, it didn't get done. And there's just times when you're fucking exhausted. And so, um, it, you know, it was just, yeah, it, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't do in my past. And because like you were talking about inviting people to the house, this is my, I guess, for lack of better terms, fortress of solitude. Like this is where right. I am me i can be me i can be the goofy person that i am i can cut loose and there's no fucking judgment anywhere and to allow somebody into that i've really got to be able to trust those people and so not a lot of people breached that particular wall and therefore not a lot of people got to come over or hang out because this is just See, but then in my mind where where i go with it is if you have to trust people to come over and to see you on that level, it makes me wonder like how deep these friendships and relationships that you thought you had actually were. Well, and that's where it comes into this whole, I've, you know, thinned out the herd, so to speak quite a bit. And once again, future episodes, um, all this will come into play, but yeah, I found out that I had a lot of Fairweather friends, not a lot of actual friends. And so, you know, the good, the good, the positive spin about this, and I know it doesn't seem like this is a parenting topic, but it is, um, is that I can now use all of this knowledge that I'm gaining to help my children avoid what I went through for 35, 36 years of my life. To recognize to certain not signs. have to, you know, yeah, and to not have to sit there and 
deal with a lot of the crap that I dealt with. I mean, in my generation, you know, I think I was one of the last generations to come up where mental health was still like a serious taboo and they either did one of two things. You didn't fucking discuss it. You didn't talk about your emotions or your anxieties or any of that kind of crap, or they just gave you a pill that made you a catatonic zombie and that was how it was handled. Or they thought the children weren't punished enough. Right. Like they and thought so they, they could beat it, it out of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what we're really, especially in the last quite a few, you know, a few years and whatnot, and you've actually got some personal experience in this working in the mental health field in the past. Yes. Um, there's been a lot of advancements in, in understanding what is going on with a child who might have ADHD or a child who has this developmental thing, stuff that we didn't even think of 20 years ago. Um, right. And so... Thankfully, we're moving forward in that respect. But damn it, if it would it wouldn't have been nice to have that when I was growing up and trying to navigate these things. But you know, you live and you learn. I guess is the way to put it. And I, you know, there is that thing that people say where everything supposedly happens for a reason. And all I can think of right now is that all the things that I've gone through and all the bullshit in my life has put me into a place where I could appreciate the fact that a I can put myself out there in certain situations and be come out of it okay, even if it doesn't go right. And B, I don't know that I could have ever truly appreciated or handled you previously. Oh, I'm a handful. Yeah, and I'm a handful too. <laughs> I mean, we're both a handful. And we I remind this. you daily how oh, big yeah, of a yeah. handful you are. Well, hey, so. exactly. I mean, we 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 know this about each other, but I also at the same time, you're you're a handful, but you're worth it. Like that's the difference, you know. Um, whereas, um, before, I don't know that I, I would have had the patience level to put up with, and it's not, and this is nothing bad against you. So please don't, I'm not, I'm I was going to say, what, what are we but, leading up to? <laughs> no, no, it's not about that. It's just about that the way that I dealt with things was very black and white, cut and dry. Either you saw it my way or you got the fuck out of my life. <laughs> so right. That. And I'm totally like, a, oh, I never really thought of it that way. Sure. Let's try it that yeah. way. Um, and see, for me, it was one of those things that, you know, I, I, I knew that if I did it my way, having the experience that I'd had before, I knew my way worked, whether or not it was necessarily the most efficient way or the correct way or whatever. If I knew that the end goal was, was happened, it was positive and it worked. Fuck it. That's how it's going to be done. Well, and see, but I'm, I'm like that in a lot of ways though, too, having lived on my own and and this is how I clean my home. This is how I like things done. This is, this is my schedule. So as much as I am like a glass is half full and like, oh yeah, I'm just going to just wing it today. I also did have a little bit of a structure too, that has Mm -hmm. just kind of flown out the window Mm -hmm. since we met. Yeah. And you know, and then that's, you know, and then there's, there's the other ass side of the coin there are parts of me that have changed that I'm not necessarily happy or okay with. Like my, my memory as of late, my short term memory, especially if I'm not careful, it, it's, it's really weird. It's, it's hit or miss. Like it's, it's stupid shit. Like I'll put a screwdriver down that I had to work on something and I'll go to pull the screw out or whatever. And I have no fucking clue where I set the screwdriver down or, or why. Or you tear the home apart looking for your hydro flask, which is like quite literally been in front of your face about 16 different times mm-hmm. as you've gone tearing through the house. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so I've had to restructure how I do certain things so as to not lose stuff and whatnot. And so I'm going through and I'm working with my, uh, my counselors and my doctors and all that, trying to figure out dosages maybe different meds and whatnot and so it's an ongoing process and it's it's one of those learning things where you figure out that in our system both for yourself and for your children if you don't constantly 
fight and be your own advocate, you're not going to get the help that you need. And you're just going to be another number to somebody. And they're just going to push you off to the side to get that form completed or whatever off their desk. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, and I, and we could go down a, a whole nother wormhole right. with this we, and we won't, but yes. working in the medical field, I mean, there are things that I absolutely love about it. And then there are so many things that literally set us up for failure. Yes. You're a number and you're a dollar sign. Yes. And oh, that's your insurance. That's great. Well, we don't accept that. Mm hmm. But this guy over here has this amazing coverage. So whatever you want, sir, it, it's it's really sad. It is. And so, you know, thankfully, I'm I, a lot of the speed bumps and the roadblocks that I've hit, I can now avoid as I start to recognize traits in my children that might need some help. Like I'm, I know for a fact Ezra's probably got ADD. I'm starting to think that the younger two might both have it, but definitely one for sure. Um, and then also I think that Ezra probably has a little bit of the same anxiety that I have, but it, it manifests itself in a different way. It manifests in a, in a much different way. Absolutely. He's, he's better at handling social situations for the most part than I am, but there are other things that he feels I, he's being abandoned if he's not in a social environment. Right. It, it's, it's actually it's kind of heartbreaking. The, it's mm-hmm. almost the exact opposite of mine. Like if mm-hmm. he's not with people, he feels like nobody loves him. And so it's kind of, it is very heartbreaking. Um, but by going through this myself, it's now allowing me to become a better parent for my kids and to fix a lot of stuff that um, I didn't either A, realize needed to be fixed or B, was just not aware of or C, didn't care. Um, just fucking figure it out kind of the thing. Um, and, and I've had to step in and play referee a few times mm-hmm. between you and you and Ezra mostly. Right. Um, where you're you're dead set that this is how things are and there's just no other way. And then he's over here basically with the same like argument and and i'm looking at the both of you going like you guys are fighting each other like you're basically looking in a mirror Mm -hmm. arguing with yourself right Mm -hmm. now i get your point i get your point like you guys he's a carbon copy Mm -hmm. of you Um, which is why he can be so fucking frustrating sometimes (laughs) well and that's what cracks me up is how 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 much you can let it get to you sometimes Mm -hmm. uh because if you just took a step back and just just let him throw his temper tantrum just laugh at him because it's exactly how you respond in certain situations and you get you get so frustrated with him and i'm just sitting back going oh my god did you hear yourself the other day when you and i were having the same argument and you were basically saying the same exact things to me it's it's funny it's it's almost amusing well no and i do recognize that because part of the reason why i get so frustrated with him is because i see a lot of myself in him and the parts that i know that cause me a lot of pain and whatnot i want so badly to help him try to avoid Mm -hmm. those same mistakes my and fear I, so for it, you, though, is in, is in your attempts to steer him away from mm-hmm. making those mistakes, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Uh, my fear is that you might be pushing him further and further into those oh, yeah, decisions. I, I get it. I get it. It's, it's a wicked fucking balancing act that, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to get right. But then again, at the same time, as a parent, if you're not concerned, you're constantly fucking up. You're not doing your job. Right. So. Which is something you've been reminding me of lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, because so. yeah, because you do have a, a a perfectionist streak in you, and you do have OCD, and so you're so concerned about making sure that you don't do something the wrong way. But sometimes the fear of starting it in the first place can can get you to like lock up. And what I've and I used to have the same thing, which is why I can recognize it. And you just kind of start to figure out that you know what the kids don't really care if it comes out perfect or not. They don't care whatever. They just want the experience. They want to be. Right. 
they want to do that thing with you. And sometimes the best possible times you have are when everything goes to shit and you guys just sit back and go, that fucking sucked right, <laughs> and right. laugh about it. Or, you know, that is not, you know, like those cake fails you see on the internet, like, you know, you beautiful cakes, so you were to replicate it and yours look like a, you know, a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. And you're just like, ah, all right, well, it still tastes good, you know? And so it's, you know, cause I used to do the same thing. If things wouldn't turn out a certain way, I didn't want to do them for fear of letting the kids down when really I would let the kids down by not doing the thing in the first place, no matter what the outcome was. Sure. And I think it's where I might trip over myself quite a bit is, um, I don't have children mm-hmm. and, and I adore these kids mm-hmm. with <laughs> every ounce of my being. And I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself mm-hmm. to make sure this turns out a certain way or be perfect or, or do this or do that or don't hurt their feelings because I'm not their parent, right? And so I feel like there's more that's expected of me. And so if I do screw up because I'm not mom or dad, that I might in some way, shape or form suffer, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, like, yeah, and, and for lack of a better term. Don't wanna ter- let them down. Right, and for lack of a better term, because um, I don't like to necessarily give labels or whatnot, um, well, not in all aspects of life anyways, I will label some things. Um, <laughs> being a step parent, which is basically kind of what you are, have become, and you're 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 morphing into. I'm not saying that you're fully there sure. or anything like that, but it's it's the role. Uh, it's just the conversation that was had tonight with the kids was, you know, they're, they they were coming up to you and saying these things about, hey, look, you know, you're not our mom, but you're very much a mom figure for us, and so if we decide to call you mom, we will. And you're just like, uh, okay, you know. But in the um, same breath, I did remind them, yeah, you know, your mommy loves you very much. I'm right. not trying to take her role. Oh, yes. I just want to be a good role model for you guys. Right. Um, yep. And so it's one of those, you know, as a step parent, because I've been there myself as well. Um, you 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 don't just have your own yourself judging you and your partner judging you. You've got this unknown third wheel that you have no real necessarily any desire to fucking have to deal with that's judging you and could be possibly throwing in extra bullshit to the situation. And so it's a whole nother dynamic that is completely different than when you have your own kids. And mm-hmm. so it's this weird mixture of things and, and emotions that's, that's and probably why i i am so hard on myself is because there there is a bit of that dynamic mm-hmm. it's i feel like no matter what i do good there's always a reminder of what i could have done better or or the kids will say oh i overheard this being said about you and, and, and i'll be honest it, it's kind of devastating mm-hmm. because i feel like I just, I want to appreciate all the good things in life. And Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so many um, other ways that things could go. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I just, I try to do my best to always be like this and that. Mm -hmm. And, and this is great. Let's focus on this, you know, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that a lot has happened that's in the negative. It just every now and then the kids might say something or, um, spat something out and I just find myself a little crushed so yeah well and it's just you know there's been a lot of negative shit said about me too and it's and this is not to pinpoint on any one person there's just when you have a divorce like this and things happen inevitably people take sides which is stupid but it happens um and inevitably people think feel like they have to uh, pledge allegiance I guess to one person or the other 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never ever wanted or required that of any of my friends. Um, nor do I think that it would be acceptable for me to expect that. Um, if they so choose to still have a friendship or whatever with Jody, that's fine. I, I don't. Well, I need. I want to make sure that we make it. That's clear. what I'm trying to get to. Is she it, hasn't no, really? No, no, no. It's that's, been third party. That's what of, I'm getting to. Uh, is on that, her end, right? I, and I that's, guess. Is, that's what I'm getting to. Is yeah. There's been there's been people that have been. And no, and it hasn't just been her end too. There's been plenty of people on my side too that have yeah, fucking attacked. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you know it's. Which has been the weird part. Like you have zero basis to form any opinions on this stuff. So right, you um, don't even know what happened. Right. So and how so, are you forming this opinion? Yeah, and and so it's it's weird going through this whole thing with kids, with all this other stuff, and yeah, you know, it, for anybody out there, especially like for the listeners, I would never ever expect you to be like, oh, Justin was you know, awesome and Jody just sucked or anything like that or vice versa. Like there's, you guys form your own opinions about both of us based on your interactions with us and you do you. I'm not going to expect any kind of allegiance and I would never expect that. It's just not what it well, is. Well, and how long has it taken for you to even talk me into doing this, right? Well, just, because no, well, my actually, fear no, it's been the other way been, around. It's been you talking me into well, doing it. Well, recently, because that's yeah. all you keep talking about and I feel like this is a passion of yours and you keep backburnering it and yeah. it, it to watch you seem so upset. No, you've been trying to talk me into this and I've been resistant because well, you guys even, have a listener base and well, people love Jody. people mm-hmm. love you, people hate you, people hate Jody, and I'm, I'm the new face and so there's probably going to be some people that love me and there's probably going to be some people by default that don't. And mm-hmm. I, because I just, I've spent too much of my life wanting everybody to just like me and everything mm-hmm. be okay. Mm-hmm. That little bit of me still comes out here and there. And I'm like, oh man, I don't want people to dislike mm-hmm. me. You don't know me. Give me a chance, you yeah. know? And and, I, and I've gotten to the two, in, in that respect, I've, I've gotten to the fuck it part of my life. And especially in this last year and some people figured out the hard way is that if that's how you're going to be and you're going to judge, make judgment calls off of stuff that you don't even know the full story on or anything like that, or you're going to, you're going to attack me. Like I had people that were coming and attacking you mm-hmm. and were pissed off and, and yelling at you about stuff because they were mad at me for quote unquote dating too soon. When if they had right. stopped for a second and said, Hey, how long have you guys been like, you know, my marriage was dead two and a half, three years before we ended it. Like I, I can say that without a sure. shadow of a doubt. Right. But we tried, mm-hmm. we tried and we tried and we tried and we tried. Nobody in the outside saw that because we did not want to. Right. A, air our dirty laundry. B have to sit there and go through all the stupid ass questions people ask and whatnot. And C, we kept a good face on for the kids as best as we could so as to not cause them any turmoil. So from the outside looking in, sure, it looks like I jumped from one person to the next when in reality, I had been miserable for a very long time. And, you know, who are who are they? Like, why is it so hard for people just to say, hey, I'm concerned about this. It seems pretty quick. Da, da, da. And then you get the story, you go, oh, that all makes sense now. Sure. But instead, they would, you know, and so, you know. Well, instead, how it was approached was pretty shitty. Pretty, pretty shitty. I mean, and to I, the point that my past was dug into so deeply that uh, one of the most awful situations I've ever had to deal with in my life was twisted into something that it, it was not. Right. And I was painted into a person that I 
am not um, because people were mad at, at you. Yeah. So. And so be, I one of the d- judgment calls I had to make was I don't want people like that in my kid's life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to expose them to people who might try to circumvent me or go behind my back and, and dig out information from them or it just that's not if you can't come talk to me if you've got a problem with me get the fuck out I'm done I'm over it I'm, I'm no longer doing this you know please accept me please accept me bullshit like if, if you legitimately mean something to me and I hurt your feelings or I upset you by all means I will try to talk to you I will try to fix it whatever but if I can smell and sense the bullshit I've had to smell and sense over those last few years and I know that it's only because you're you're so fucking passive aggressive you can't come talk to me or talk about it or whatnot or you're going to try to twist it around to for whatever reason then no I don't need that kind of drama so I just I, I, I am a no drama kind of person and I've got a whether I don't want to or not, I've got enough of my own drama that I have to deal with with all everything right. that's going on. I don't need somebody else's added drama to it. So, well, and I'm a no drama kind of person, but more more than that, I'm a, a zero bullshit kind right. of person. So, the moment that I feel backed into a corner, um, and and it's not how I approached it at first. I actually tried to explain myself and and hope to to shine some light on some things, um, and then you were as a result attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where like the mama bear in me kicks in mm-hmm. and you don't fuck with me and mine. Right. Like at this point you have wildly overstepped some very crucial boundaries. Right. And if you're coming for me, gloves are off right. kind of thing. Well, you know, and, you know, it's, that's where we've also balanced each other out very well too, is that, you know, you have, you know, I, I've got sometimes way too much of that fuck it and just burn it all down and you don't have enough. And so mm-hmm. we really help to balance each other out where I could, there's time to be like, you know, you probably shouldn't just light the match and toss it into the gasoline right now, Justin. See, but I and have then, to be pushed. Yeah. I have no, to be pushed. Yeah. So if odds, I mean, not if odds, if I am saying something negative or if right, I am no. defending myself, right. I have been pushed to that point. Right. So in all of this um, life changing stuff for you as well. I have been pushed oh, and yeah. I have been pushed and pushed and pushed. And quite literally every time I have tried to defend myself, mm-hmm. it has been turned on me. Well, what I meant by and that, but, it, it's, right. but what I meant by that was that you have that ability to make it take a long time to get there. Whereas I can zero to fuck it like pretty goddamn quick. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where you've put the brakes on, so like, no, 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 no. You know, Hey, Hey, just breathe. Just breathe. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's been other times where like, you know, like, you're not hitting the gas pedal hard enough here. Let me help you. And you stomp mm-hmm. my foot and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's where, I think it really helps balance out is that we, we, like you said, we compliment each other like that and we help to balance those things out, but it's made me a better person for taking care of myself and defending myself on my own. And it's also allowed me to become a better parent because I am no longer just cowtailing to what any of my other exes want or anything like that. Um, just to appease the peace we're in, so instead, I am now, if, if I hear something I think the kids should or shouldn't be doing or whatever, I'm going to stand up for it and I'm going to not, or I am going to let it happen, depending on what it is. Right. And that's, once again, it's not saying that anybody else is a bad person. Their parenting no, style no, is no, bad. No, not at all. It's just saying that, you know, 
I do things a certain way and the kids, you know, and I will protect the kids and whatnot. And so it's just been well, at the end of the day, what it boils down to is it's it's about the kids. Right. All differences aside, it is about the kids. I, I am a child of divorce. It was a very, very terrible one. I remember how confused and upset mm -hmm. and hurt I was at any given moment. And what I have been trying to do for for you in support of you and even just for the kids is really just try to be as positive and mm-hmm. and supportive, I guess, as, as possible. It, right. So. Well, this is murky waters that we have to navigate. And so basically, <laughs> I am. I, all of a sudden it hit. So we're going to be wrapping it up here pretty quick. And now, of course, the dogs are fucking calmed down. Right. <laughs> but. As we push through this, it's going to be all, it quite literally is like I'm starting the show from scratch again. So we're going to be testing things out. We're going to be doing different things. Some stuff might work. Some stuff might not. But we do appreciate our listeners and we do appreciate feedback and all that. Absolutely. So, um, as as always, there are many different ways you can contact us. Um I, the phone number is actually changing, so I will not leave the voicemail number for right now. But if you want to leave a voicemail before then, uh, there's always the voice recording app on your phone. And you can send it into uh, grounded at badparentingpodcast.com and it'll come to us and we can play it in the show. Uh, of course, the website is um, badparentingpodcast.com. Um, and see here, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn. There's all, all any pretty much any podcatcher you have, we're out there. Um, so as as the show goes forward here, and as we figure out this new dynamic, please, if you've got any comments, concerns, questions, uh, leave us a rating in iTunes, or send us an email, or drop onto our website and, and hit up um, a comment on one of our posts about an episode, or email us. Whatever, I think I already said that. See, I'm, that's where I can tell I'm getting tired. I'm repeating myself multiple times here. Um, <laughs> that's different. Yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> yeah I, yes, because it's three times instead of just two. No, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but. This is a new chapter in, in, in mine and the children's life, and there's a new person involved in it that we very much love and respect and are happy to have around. And so I'm glad that we're, you know, you know whether or not you and I work out or whatever else, I'm still glad that we're doing this whole thing together because it's just another facet of parenting. You know, it's another one of those things that as a parent, you don't, you don't just give up on your own personal hopes and dreams or needs. And so you try to balance that with kids and whatnot. So... Um, I can see now that I'm starting to really ramble because I was doing the outro stuff and then I jumped back into something else. So I'm just going to kind of cut it there and say sorry if this episode seemed kind of hodgepodge or pushed together. Apparently he calls all the shots here. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, guess, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I'm zoning out. So I'm, really, I'm, I'm like, I'm fading quick. So I'm going to need to call it quits here. But um, we are figuring out what this is what and when i say that i mean the show like what it's going to become what this is going to be how we're going to work it out yeah we had talked about changing the name a little bit i mean just but i feel like if if you're wanting to stay true to it i making minimal changes was best right but you've also got a lot of awesome ideas and things that you're bringing to the table for the show so it's i'm excited for what we can do with it so um yeah it's that is the the, the kind of the, the long and the short of it and there will be more coming out as we decide to release episodes um we're going to get back into a consistent release schedule we don't know what that is yet so we will discuss it and figure it out and then once we get to it we'll start letting you guys know but 
I am excited to be back behind the microphone again. Um, it's been so a, much so that we had to restart this about five different times. Right. So I, <laughs> I, I was literally tripping over my, I'm like, I, I, I felt like I had never done it before. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've done, you know, literally over a hundred episodes of my show plus other shows. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I, I was you know. giving you pointers and yeah, I'm, the, yeah. I'm the first timer. Right. Yeah. And so it, what, well, yeah. Um, and also, um, for those of you that are curious about my other show, Tacos and Logic and what the hell happened to that, um, that stopped as part of the fallout from everything that happened with all, everything that was going on, all the craziness in my life, but it will be starting back up here soon. So that will be coming soon as well. So stay tuned for that. We'll get that out there and announced here soon and get you guys listening to it. But I hope that through all my exhausted ramblings and whatnot tonight and trying to figure out where we're going with this, um, that you guys enjoyed the show and that you continue to want to listen to more and that you're happy to have us back in your ear holes. Uh, or at least, you know, you're a new introduction, but at least right. to have me back. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just if you have any suggestions about what we could talk about or what to do with the show, by all means, uh, chime in. And we're going to start trying to make more of a social media presence. We're just really going to try to kick things up a little bit here. So um, I, I don't have much else. I don't have anything else to add to you. Is there anything else you... <laughs> Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I know, uh, yeah. I know, no, and, and the, the more you try to explain things, yeah. the, the more exhausted you're actually tr- mm-hmm. sounding. So I'm, I'm like, at this point, I'm you're wearing myself out here to talk. At this point, the listeners are saying, shut the fuck up, Justin. Yes, exactly. So, so on that note, until next time, <laughs> try not to be shitty parents. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. So you're like in a roundabout way tooting your own horn? No. It was actually I'm like pretty it was, much the shit. Yeah, I'm pretty much awesome. Yeah. <laughs> really good with my mic. Yeah, yeah. I have mad mic skills. You should see what I do with stiff things in my hands. It's all done now. Here it goes.